0: Three, two, one. multi Monkey. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the Thick and Butter Podcast. My name is Alex. I'm I'm Jesse. AKA Thick. Uh, I'm Butter. (laughs) And this is episode... uh, 65. 65. Um, And we are joined today by two wonderful guests, Derek Smith and Sean Cole. Yeah.
0: Hi! uh Hi! Hi! hi. Okay, Welcome! Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming, guys. Welcome,
2: guys. So uh, yeah. ever on the anime episode Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you oh, guys, God. Jared? Can you guys say your your full name and then your favorite animal? And Jared, go first.
2: Okay, my name's my full name, Jared well, Smith. Yeah, yeah, dude, what is your what's, what's,
0: what's your middle name? Yeah. We need that, too. A- oh, okay. And your social security number. <laughs> yeah. All
2: right, here we go. Uh, my name is Jared Barton Smith. Oh, yeah, and my favorite animal has got to be a rhinoceros. Wow, why? that's
0: so appropriate. I that's, a good to, I that's a good to one. Go on wow, <laughs> wow, why. Why? Uh, wow.
2: Why? Because when I was in kindergarten, I had to do a project on rhinoceros. And I learned that their floral, horns are... Um,
1: or, is that the plural I, re- That's, re- a, that's re-
0: another great question.
1: Rhinoceros? Re- na- re- <laughs> re- <rye?
2: laughs> I'm not sure,
1: but I'm going to go with
2: I'm, it. I've only heard rhinos. And
1: I learned
3: yeah. that their, re- horns, their horns
2: are made of hair. Ew. Which ew I, I guess they're dope. just like fingernails, huh? Same thing. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> well, tell me yeah. your favorite animal.
4: Okay. My name is Sean Michael Cole, I didn't know and my favorite animal I, is a penguin. I do. That's I, a good, good That actor. seems so appropriate
0: as well. I knew That's someone going to say penguin.
3: Really I, I fucking love penguins. What's, what's
4: your
0: favorite? What is your middle name? Well, we know your middle name, Alex. That's kind of obvious. Well, no, 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 Actually, yeah.
3: What's your first name?
1: Dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's Dick. <It's> <laughs> T-H-I-C-C.
0: Um, That's on the birth certificate. Thick Alex is... Deathrow. Dude, that, this is actually a good question.
1: Really? I don't know. <laughs> Jesse, what's your favorite animal? Well, you gonna have to go first. Uh, Me? Yeah, because oh, okay. you're, you're. Dude, you're on I, the, well, you're I was stalling. I was stalling. I don't know. I, okay. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to have to say, I love monkeys, man. Okay, I'm that's just, a good answer. I'm just. I'm just. I saw this video. I feel like we talk about monkeys a lot. But it's a theme. It's definitely <laughs> yeah, a theme. <laughs> there was one video, this recent video, I saw the monkey. This guy, I guess, has a pet monkey, and he gives the monkey a water bottle, like like a hydroflask kind, okay. of, kind of deal. And the monkey grabs oh. it. He looks at it, and he's happy that he received this water bottle. He <laughs> screws it off. He literally grabs it, screws it off, looks inside, grabs, like, the instruction manual, and starts reading the instructions, and he looks in, and then he picks up the lid and screws it back on. Man, the is that are crazy? crazy? What?
0: Don't give that monkey a car manual. We're I just,
1: like, what freaked me out about monkeys is that was the most human thing I've ever seen of a monkey. He knew how to grab- the water bottle lid, twist it off. Yeah. Look inside, like, oh, there's no water here. Pick up the lid, screw it back on.
0: Yeah, it's I think really it's kind of it's kind of fucked. It's fucked up when you like look at a monkey. If you look at it close, which I'm sure we all have at some point in our lives, we looked at a monkey deep in the eyes, and and mm-hmm. it's like you see personality so much more than like.
4: Other things. <laughs> Bro, I feel like uh-huh. some, some monkeys are more advanced than me, man.
1: Like, I, dude, yeah, Sean, yeah. Sean is absolutely right. I think some monkeys I can't are really way smarter enough. Yeah. Uh, dude, I, then I saw like there was a, I think I told you this yesterday. <laughs> yeah. There was a. There was a picture I saw of the monkey spear fishing. Spear fishing? Like he was, he was, like he he had obviously watched humans do this. Mm-hmm. So he was with a with a stick, and he was like hanging by a tree, like looking at the water, like with the spear
4: ready to get a fish. I fully support Damn. the extinction of monkeys. <laughs> Whoa!
0: <laughs> Obliterate all monkeys,
4: dude! They're too
3: advanced. <laughs> So totally the I'm going to
4: take over, dude. Uh, take them out
1: before us. Uh, <laughs> Screw Terminator. No. It's the monkeys, dude. Oh, man. Screw the a... Roblox
0: AI. It's going to be dude, the monkeys that take us over. That's a fucking episode title. Fucking episode 67, Exterminate the Monkeys. <laughs> Except this is 65.
4: <laughs> All right, Jesse, hear it. 67 is going to be a banger, though.
0: Yeah, banger. I'm sure. Uh, my, my, my full name is Jesse Dean, like the Dean Milk, spelled the same. A linear. Wait,
1: the
4: milk? The dingy
1: milk? Yeah.
2: Yeah, what are you talking about? You guys don't know Dean Milk? <laughs> you, you do? What are you talking about? Who's Dean? You're in the wrong. <laughs> Why is he <laughs> in Hold on,
1: I gotta look this up.
0: You guys, you're telling me that uh, when you are know at...
1: I think I know what you're talking about. Thank okay, you. let me pull that Dean How how milk. can it
0: be that Pittsburgh is so far away from Louisville and Ohio is like it's spitting distance? Listen, we
1: don't drink that Dean Milk over here. What do you guys
0: drink? What is Who's them? Dean? Dean? <laughs> What's your? I'm Dean. I'm Dean. I own Why all. Why are you milking milk Dean? <laughs> <laughs> Don't milk. You can't even pronounce it correctly. <laughs> what are you? What is How is it pronounced? Malk. Milk. Malk. <laughs> Malk. <laughs> I want some Danes Malk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually typed in milk, like Malk,
4: like M A L K. Bro. I am not surprised. You spell phonetically?
0: Spell. Well, you know, I probably have been spelling and doing it more because Eva's dyslexic. So the shit that really? she Yeah, the shit oh, that bro. she Well, you didn't know that Eva's dyslexic? Yeah. Have you seen like her handwriting or her notes? It's great.
1: Yeah, cra- well the spelling you her handwriting?
0: Yeah, well, no, no, like it's not, her, her, her handwriting, she has great handwriting. It's just that she spells phonetically, so she spells things right. crazily. Right, and right, sometimes right, right, if right, a right. word's not like phonetic at all, yeah. she just has to guess because yeah. she doesn't know. Cool. So, um so I've been like and I think that I have been spelling things and pronouncing things worse wow. because of
4: things after like dating Eva. Look, okay. Blame your dyslexic girlfriend for your mispronunciations. <laughs> yeah,
0: listen yeah, listen. I was this is not my this is not my fault. Okay, what do can you guys see about? that? You're looking at Dean's milk.
2: Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, no, man. I've seen that. Thank yeah, you. Okay.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Well, I didn't Let's, even get to say.
2: I've only ever seen that like in the cafeteria or something. Yeah. Like no yeah. one brings don't that home that, that and has, has it home. in that, in their fridge. Well, yeah.
0: I don't. I don't think that my family produces very good milk. Um, I don't know if something. Something's wrong with our titties or something. But <laughs> a lot of people don't really <laughs> like our milk that much. Uh Jesse. Anyway. <laughs> that's the What's your either. favorite animal? <laughs> my favorite animal is probably a bear. Yo, yo So many bears! Which one? Black bears. Yo, no,
1: grizzlies. Jesse, you, Black bears. Jesse, did you run into a fucking bear yeah. the Yeah, I did. Oh I ran my. into a bear. I did too! You, what? Dude. Oh my god, that's something, yeah, that wanted, that's something that I wanted to ask both of y'all. Because you guys know okay. were <laughs> uh Tennessee, right? Sean and Gary, right? Yeah, you guys both okay. yeah. I was looking at Tiff's uh story and there was just like a baby bear on the on the story and I was like they're dead. They're gonna <laughs> die. Like what <laughs> Dude. like because like the the biggest thing if you see a a cub You fucking run. Because if mom is around, you ain't getting that out. You're not getting out of that alive.
4: So I I don't care if the mom's around. That baby's going to fucking rip your head off. They don't give a fuck. Yeah,
1: absolutely. They they don't
2: give a fuck.
1: (laughs) But, like, wait. So, how close were y'all to the
2: bear? Like, could have touched it.
1: Like, and it's just like a wild bear
2: bear walking around. Yeah, because well, we were in, at this like campground Holy type thing crap. where there was a bunch of cabins. Yeah. And they obviously knew what was up because the baby showed up the first day, and then the mama showed up one of the other days, and then it was all the, the mom, dad, and the baby all together on our driveway. Oh shit!
1: Long,
2: they were. But you guys, wild. you guys were one like, of them
0: chilling from the like the the cabin, right?
2: We we so we had like a wraparound deck mm-hmm. and we were inside, but they were on the deck. Wow. <laughs> like they did a laugh around and no, everyone was like looking at the, the windows and following them. that. Is horrifying. That is yeah. the
1: scariest thing I've ever heard. I didn't make it, I died. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is an after image. <laughs> yeah, I gotta eat with the girlship <laughs> we, we lost Sean. Man. <laughs> well, was there any other casualties besides Sean? Like everyone was okay?
2: Uh the bear almost broke mom uh tiff's mom's iPad which was pretty funny. But you talking about Like like, okay, okay, (laughs) okay. We on the on the wraparound deck there was a little table and she was out there with her iPad Uh drinking coffee Uh and then the bear like peeked its head around the corner and she was like, Oh shit. (laughs) And got up and went inside and then the bear came over and started slurping up her coffee and almost (laughs) like knocked it over onto her iPad.
1: Oh my
2: god.
1: I would have, if that was me, I would have poop all over my pants. I mean, like, (laughs) just, that's so frightening. It was wild. Yeah, that is, that's a a once-in-a-lifetime experience to be that close to to a bear. Yeah, oh, unless
2: you go back, because I bet they're still there. Yeah, Ooh, I mean, certainly. I guess if
0: they're, because they just they come around for food and stuff, right? They just know that people are like just leaving their trash oh, yeah. around. It's like that's the yeah. place to be.
2: It's, Absolutely, well like like
1: that's, that's so crazy. Cause I remember, like, back to like monkeys, like when I was in Costa Rica like years ago. <laughs> the hotel was we saying that these spider monkeys would come by the by the outside deck because people were there. And they knew that people were giving people food. And I had heard a story there people were giving monkeys Oreos. And the monkeys knew how to, like, take the top off the Oreo and eat the stuff. Which is, like, crazy that they were like, no, this is the good stuff. Exactly yeah. what humans do. <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, yeah. This is why we need to exterminate monkeys. I'm, <laughs> take I'm a, starting to more <laughs> <Take the cream. laughs> yeah, okay so like the You're not allowed to know what the best part of an Oreo is. <laughs> a monkey... To look at an oreo and be like all right
1: i'm gonna shove this whole fucking thing up my in my <laughs> mouth <laughs> if a monkey knows that the cream is the best part of I it."
0: well in our slideshow called exterminate monkeys which we present to the next president of the united states whoever he cardi b. may be cardi b when we present it to the next miss president cardi b we mm-hmm. will we will present our slideshow. <laughs> evidence number one, Miss Cardi B, Miss President Cardi B, is it? It is Mr. President. Do you say Mr. President name or do you say President name?
4: I'm pretty sure it's Mrs. Wet Ass Pussy. Mrs. Okay,
0: yeah. that's right. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Uh, uh, president Wap. Um, evidence. <laughs> <laughs> evidence. <laughs> evidence number one of why we should exterminate all monkeys. Look at th- look at this Oreo. Do you see this? Yeah, she, she would know what we're talking Bro, about. Bro, they
4: know.
1: Jesse, what, So what? Tell Bro. me what your bear
0: experience well, was it, it, it wasn't nearly as intense as that. Yeah, no, I feel like yeah, now I feel wow. like as a pussy because I was scared as fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I would be too.
1: That's not. That's not. A, that is not. That is a normal reaction to have. Yeah.
0: For, Bro, I kissed a bear on the lips. Kissed the bear? Well, that's that's why you're dead, Sean. Although Lord loves bear. <laughs> that's why, and that's why you have no lips, because the bear took them from you when you when you snogged it. Um, I uh, saw a bear when Eva and I went hiking, and it was there was like this gully, and uh, it was just on the far side of the gully, and uh, so I we we just kind of talked the whole time because we were just kind of worried that a, a bear would spook us. So yeah. you know, it wasn't very close at all but I was constantly worried that it was going to jump me.
1: So did but, all just turn around and walk the other way? <laughs> no, <laughs> or... we just
0: continued on the hike, and wow. I was just really hoping it didn't turn left towards wow. the bear.
1: I mean, what, so what types of bears were the aggressive ones? Were they the black bears? The, the grizzly bears were no. yeah. really aggressive, right? yeah Yes, okay. black
2: bears are not aggressive. Were those aggressive. the ones that you like, saw, you would...
1: the black bears? Yes, kind of yes, yes okay, they were black bears. Yeah. Okay. okay, yeah.
2: Okay. That, that that eases that eases my. So if you
1: want to run into a bear, you want to run into a you want, you want to run a little black bear. Yeah. You don't
4: want to run into bears, right? Probably but not. If you
3: had to choose, <laughs> like...
4: Is there like a Do you know what the annoying thing about bears is? What? Is that some bears are like, okay, if this guy plays dead, I ain't gonna fuck them. Yeah. And then other bears are like, if this guy plays dead, I'm gonna eat his ass. <laughs> he needs to be big in order for me to not eat him. Yeah. And like. Both of them are brown bears. So, like,
0: how <laughs> the fuck are you supposed
1: to know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a personality
0: yeah. thing. You have to I gauge know. a bear by its Yeah, rights. how do you
1: read? How do you read a bear?
0: <laughs> so what? So you looked Bro. a bear in the eye and you had the two decisions of playing dead. This is directed towards you, Sean. A playing dead or <laughs> like fighting and trying to be aggressive. And you decided to kiss it. I <sighs> well,
4: mm.
1: love a fighter. Lover, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I just scared of yeah. bears because. I just think about, like, I think that, if, if you're going to get killed by any animal, I think, bear, yeah. I think a bear might be the worst way to go. Because they, they how be they brutal. kill you, or how they eat, is they put a, their big-ass paw on you and just start taking bits out of you. You know, if you got like yeah. a shark, it's like I one be... shot dead. You know, tiger, well, tiger. Okay, I was going to say that. Just, like, if a if, if, if tiger is not going I'll just, like, get it the neck. I don't know. You know, like a <laughs> <laughs> <up laughs> not bear is like they're gonna they're gonna favor you, you know? Yeah. Ugh. I
0: would really not like dying underwater, so mm-hmm. I don't think I would like to be eaten by a shark. I think I would rather be like on the flat ground with a bear's weight on my chest and hope that it would just like suffocate right. me right there. And just like be like, well, these are nice trees at least, as opposed to like being underwater and not being able to yeah, breathe. I, guess that's I think true. that'd be spooky. I'll
1: so. Do you know what
4: else pisses me off about bears? They're <laughs> smelly. <laughs> okay. So, like, a, bears eat yeah. fucking trash. Yeah. But they also feed humans. So it's like, show some fucking <laughs> respect. Dude. Yeah, how rude. Like, trash.
3: If you're, rude. Like, if you want to
4: eat me. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, this is such a comparison that offends me deeply. Yeah.
0: It's like,
4: don't put me on that yeah. level.
0: What would you What would you prefer to be like, if you had to be like an entree, what would you prefer to be served with? If it's
2: like <laughs> Cranberry sauce.
0: Cranberry sauce. I have a better question. Okay.
2: Would you rather be a, a motorcycle ganger or a testicle monster? Oh. <laughs>
4: uh, I'd rather
1: be a, a, a gang What a, a Testicle <laughs> monster. Definitely
0: a testicle monster.
1: Well, I don't know why I wouldn't choose testicle monster.
0: Yeah. What would you choose, Jerry? Yeah, have, what a fucking dumbass for
4: choosing <laughs> bike games.
0: <laughs> why, be, why ride <laughs> bikes when you could be a
1: testicle? And I think
4: Jared. Yeah,
1: I This question is a perfect segue into the the movie that we're going to talk about, which is uh, the classic anime film from 1988. You can't get more classic than that, baby. uh, Called, okay, Akira. Yeah.
3: Akira! Akira,
1: Akira. Akira! um, And this is a film that I have seen before, but years ago. Mm. Um, mm. Years and years and years ago and when I when I saw it for the first time when I was like in high school I don't think I I don't think I fully appreciated what I was watching at the time mm-hmm. um, Because you know, I, I would believe it was probably one of my first anime movies I ever saw So I didn't really like I liked it, but I didn't really get the significance of this movie until I watched it again a couple of days ago mm-hmm. um and so Jesse, do you want to introduce this movie? So yes. this is your yes.
0: So this movie is a uh, brainchild uh, by oh,
3: yeah, first I, name I Japanese, name here, second name also <laughs>
0: Japanese. Uh, I think his last name is Otomo, but he's fucking yeah. brilliant. Um, and this is this is an anime adaptation of a very very long manga that this man created, and. Um, this kind of came out and blew everyone's mind because it sort of set the stage of how crazy 2D uh, animation could be and also that uh, Japanese animation was no joke. Um, And this is also around the time when, uh, you know, last time Wizards was, we were talking about adult (laughs) animation, but this was still like that whole 10 year period, 11 year period, I suppose, it still was very controversial to be making cartoons for adults. So this was another, Huge um, movement and uh, historical period that sort of just changed how animation was made and how we thought of anime in general, and it's fucking cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's really and cool. I think, like, what you're saying, too, I think this is, you know, the movie that kind of broke anime out into, the, into America, and the mm-hmm. Western world, uh, because a lot of their. The, the, when I first heard about this movie, I, it was comparing to movies like Blade Runner, which I don't really think this is that similar to Blade Runner. It's, it's cyberpunk. Kind of, it's definitely cyberpunk. Yeah, cyber the punk. aesthetic the aesthetic of it um, is kind of similar. But, so I first heard this movie where I think like I saw George Lucas or something like in an interview talk about how much he loves this movie and um, how much it like, blew him away when he, when he saw it in 1988. Um, and... Yeah, so I'm excited to talk about this because this movie yeah. is fucking awesome. I think this movie is so goddamn cool. Um but, oh I got a gift from Zoom. Oh yeah. We got we got we
0: got upgraded <laughs> to unlimited minutes. I didn't know we I didn't know we didn't, <laughs> I didn't know we didn't have unlimited minutes. Uh, yes. uh I, my my I, I love this movie, too, and I am deeply, I've read the manga, so I'm deeply obsessed with this story, and I've cool. watched Cool. I don't read
1: the manga. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. shut up.
0: Yeah. I can, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> hoping to get a little bit nerdy about it, Um, depending on what you guys say. So I'm just going to kind of follow you guys. But I, I've seen this movie twice now, and the and the second time it really kind of clicked with me about why this is so factful. But what about you two? What is your experience with this
2: movie? <clears throat> this movie hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> it was too crazy and too dope for yeah. me.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and and also, Tetsuo is Mewtwo. Oh, <laughs> shit. oh my god.
0: This is Mewtwo Strikes Back. Oh my god. <laughs>
2: I couldn't stop thinking about That's that the whole movie. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> but really, though, what that was the thing that I kept thinking about when I was watching it. I was like, wow, there's so many other things that I've seen that are taking from this movie. Yeah. And yeah, just that. Was this the first time uh, you saw it, Jared? Yeah, that was the. I had never seen or heard of this movie. That's fucking cool. Before. So. That's cool. What, man. What about Usab?
4: I give this movie. Spoiler alert, a solid 8 out of 10. I've seen this movie four times, yeah. and I fucking love it. It is yeah. a wild fucking ride. <laughs> and holy shit, Jesse, you talk about the manga. And, like, the first time I watched this movie, I was, like, utterly confused and blown away. <laughs> and just, what? like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Man. And then I learned that it was a manga, and that there, it was a long manga. It's not just, like, a manga so it's like the pacing of the movie makes so much more sense once you uh-huh. realize that, like, oh, uh-huh. okay, this is this is based off like a lot of shit. Yeah. Because Akira does not waste a fucking breath. Like,
3: no, no. there
4: is literally no downtime in this two-hour-long oh, no. movie. Yeah. Yes. It does not feel like yeah. a two-hour-long movie no. at all.
0: No, you just no. blazed right through mm-hmm. it, Jesus Christ, yeah. by the seat of your pants, you're just t- holding on for dear
1: life, trying to figure out what the fuck's going on <laughs> every minute. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> what the fuck is in the
3: queue?
1: <laughs> uh, like, it's, it's funny you said that, because like when I first... I had that first experience when I watched this, and so I was like, I don't know, like, the ending to this movie. Like, I was like, what? What happened? <laughs> like, I was like, I know, and I still... I would love to am talk to people, like, to talk to you guys about it. Because I still, I love the ending, but I'm still pretty confused <laughs> uh-huh. what happened. But, <laughs> um, but I, I I, think this, but, like, what Jeremy was saying, that, like, when I was watching this again, you know, it's shocking. It's shocking how how influential this movie is. Like, I even got, like, a lot of, like, superhero movie and comic book, like, superhero comic book movies that come out today vines from this movie. Especially, like, there is a movie uh, that just came out recently, like, kind of called Brightburn, that's kind of about, like, like not very, not similar to this, but in the way of, it's like a Superman, like, if, if this, if someone who has complete these, amazing powers like Kel'Kanusis like Tetsuyo goes and kind of turns, not, I wouldn't say evil, but loses yeah. uh, his power for, for, destruction. yeah, personal, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so like that storyline has been, been so many PowerPoint movies and so many stuff since then. Since this movie, yeah um, which I was super yeah it know? kind of
0: it kind of unintentionally invented an anti-hero through tetsuo which mm-hmm. um everyone has just been kind of trying to replicate that and everything then right. everyone's trying to be doing like this uh like psychic powered person and all these themes with it that like just I, in my opinion still don't really even come close like mm-hmm. i don't think that this like the character of tetsuo is really comparable to any kind of like antagonist slash anti-hero well, person i
1: definitely agree with that and i think because and i think the reason because the, the canada, though, canada canada <laughs> canada well it's
0: it's canada yeah canada
1: canada
0: it depends. Yeah. It depends. See, there's a lot of different. Did you? Well, let me let me look, let's clear this up real quick. Did you guys listen? Which did you listen to dubs or subs? We did the dub.
2: Yeah, we did I, the dub. I, I the sub. We didn't realize we did the dub until after. Okay, did you, did <laughs> you like, listen? Oh, wait. Yeah. did you
0: listen to the 1998 dub or the 2001 dub? 1998. Not sure. You listen to the 1998 dub? Well, I've seen both. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we listened to the
4: 1998 dub. So What's you the one listen- that's currently on Hulu?
0: So you guys listen to, like, the hysterically, like, laughable dub. Dude,
4: oh, my God. I love that. The Colonel in this movie is so oh fucking Oh, my God. Funny. Favorite, I best to go. character. I to go, best I character.
0: Yeah, That's... I watched the <laughs> That's yeah, I watched the Oh my god I watched the subversion because the dub version is okay, so here's another detail about this movie, which Sean, you probably know about this, if since you've seen it four times and seen all the versions. But they did pre-recording. So they pre-recorded the audio for it. So for the Japanese version, the lips are actually synced to the Japanese audio. Right. So um, so it looks fucking impeccable when you when you listen to it with like the Japanese audio. And uh, I think I listened to – the first time I watched it, I listened to the 1998 version. And, uh, you know, it's still awesome because it's mostly a visual movie. But um, to me, it adds a lot, from my experience, to watch it with the the sub version. So it's still a great movie. Watch it however you prefer. But um, that's just a detail that's, like, if you you want to be a nerd about it. (laughs) I honestly
4: feel like the dub set, like, the common anime dub tropes that, like – happen still like to this day solely based off like the colonel character mm-hmm. like he is yeah. he is saying the most outrageously <laughs> like unironic like unintentionally fucking hilarious lines with yeah. such sincerity and passion and that that like you would find and like like if you Saying lines that actually made sense and had some tact to them you would be like wow this is a stellar voice performance yeah which it is it is obviously but in the dub he's like saying shit like hold on i have i have notes (laughs) but i don't want to take yeah i'm I'm also looking at my (laughs) notes funny the shit he says so like
0: some of the some of the translations in anime is just bananas that's a well, big thing about well. um about that's a big thing on manga too is that you really have to work really hard to find a decent berserk is a big problem that i know of because berserk is one of like the most famous manga series ever and everyone like <laughs> loves it but some of the shit that is like translated to it is just insane right did you find something jared
2: yeah 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 he says to act or not act. <laughs> <And> <laughs> well, not. It's act. like I forget. That's like the second half. Yeah,
0: that's that's when the. Quote, that's when I forget what the first half my is. My decision is not to, uh, like, um, oh fuck! I just like watched that scene like right before this. But he was he was talking. This is right after he's talking to the shriveled lady, uh, lady uh, psychic, yes. and the and he's like, this is my yes. decision. if This is like the right or wrong thing to do. It is to mm. act or not to act. Right,
3: right,
1: right. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> oh my god so
0: that didn't quite carry over in translation
1: yeah but uh could you watch the, the can you watch both versions of hulu
0: I, I thought you could but maybe the only did the, the dub version was available i don't
4: know
2: oh, they have the dub I just saw the oh, okay. Version. okay okay
1: um, Honestly,
4: though, okay like if this i know this is a podcast dedicated to the movie akira but we could have an entirely separate podcast dedicated to the colonel just based <laughs> on the dub, because uh, the dub. That'd be funny. Well
0: now I kinda wanna watch the dub too because yeah, if it's if it's funny, it's worth it.
2: Yeah. Well, cool. yeah. I just wanna say that the very okay, so I how I was watching this is I was just kind of taking stream of consciousness notes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like one sentence as I was watching this. And the very first thing I wrote is racist ass black biker dude mm-hmm. tell me you guys noticed that too yeah okay. well
0: the clown guy yes yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: I, I i was like oh my god what is what is the this? historical sign does anybody know like what is the historical significance behind anime like producing very stereotypical like blackface animations of African-American people. I
0: actually know a little bit about this. I know a little okay. bit about this because um, my, my friend is uh, who has gone to Japan, my friend Devlin, uh, he, 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 has talked to me a little bit about this and I've just done some research on this because I recently wa- rewatched one punch man and saw that terrible racial stereotype in season two of one punch man yeah. that I was like, I can't believe I just didn't even like recognize how like crazy that that, that came out like last year. And it's like just, a, it's, it's, it's super racist. But the, the reason for this, which, um, actually Adam talks about too in, uh, his Kimba, the white lion review. Um, or I don't know if that's actually in there. Uh, may, wait, I think I, mis- I'm, I might be misremembering that, but the, the guy there, there's stuff in that too where there's a lot of Japanese artists who will depict uh, African Americans in this really racist stereotype. And one there's a couple of reasons for that. One of them is that there's no black people in Japan, so they have right. no context for like what's appropriate for being like racially appropriate. Uh, secondly, so this might be unintentional. Secondly, they might just be racist. That's something that happens where Japanese people are kind of racist towards black people. It's It happens. They just don't have a lot of experience with it. Um, another thing is that a lot of uh, Japanese animation takes from American animation, especially older Disney cartoons and a lot of the older stuff. Yeah. So a lot of these adaptations, you see these people like in 19, in the 80s where uh, Japanese artists were inspired by Americans and they see how they portray like black people and they're basically just copying those very, very racist stereotypes. So, so a lot of times, sometimes it is intentionally racist, but a lot of times it's just uh, Japanese people just copying or just thinking that that's just how you yeah. draw black people. Which- So does- disappointing. Yeah, so it doesn't necessarily mean that, like, oh, it's not like it's okay that it's a racist image, but it's like, yeah, that's just something that happens. Yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. that was just my very first thought,
4: Yeah. and I wondered if you guys noticed that as well. It's
0: definitely a trend. It's definitely a trend, unfortunately. I would
4: say another, like, politically and, like, socially divisive thing about this movie, and it's something that my girlfriend Chloe actually brought up is that the director and writer of this movie seems to really fucking hate women. Yeah.
0: This movie is very sexist, very
4: sexist. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Women are solely used in this movie to just like express the pure violence in the world. And like, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's like a proper reflection of how the, writer or director would imagine the world would be in the dystopian, Neo Tokyo or like evidently yeah. they run shit. Or if it's like, this is how this dude like wants it to be, yeah. but it's like, Holy fuck. There's well, not, right.
0: there's only, another, there's another interesting thing about Japanese culture because Japanese culture, I think is a little bit more sexist than American 100%. culture, which is, which is, well. you know, alarming, but, um, that, that That is definitely the case. And the other thing is that um, since this was made in 88 uh, in Japan, that, that was also very much the trend to have these kind of tropes of characters that were extremely sexist. Again, it's another just disturbing – it's a fact about this movie that doesn't, like, excuse it from it being super sexist. And it's just one of those things now that we – you know, maybe with time we can look back on and uh, it will be less uh, – painful or offensive to see it more as like capturing a historical period but it's still you know because this movie doesn't feel dated and still feels so relevant it i, I found that really distracting too about how especially how uh sexist kanada is as a character and just all the biker gang is. yeah it's, right. it's it's
4: it's it's disturbing it is yeah well that's something yeah. that i thought was interesting when you said that um uh... It kind of created, like, Tetsuo as the anti-hero. I don't think there's a single fucking hero in this movie. Everybody is so, like... That's one of the things that I I love
1: about this movie, is that they don't really... I mean, this... this Like, Neo-Tokyo, this movie, is, is, you know... I'm trying to, like, phrase it right, but everybody... This movie's kind of about, like, people... Who are trying to survive after a disaster. Mm-hmm. And right. within this world, Guys, this world is so.
2: What? I ripped. just realized something. Hmm. The real protagonist and the only character you can root for in this movie is the Colonel.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the Colonel's such That's a funny asshole. asshole. It's not. Yeah. No, he's not. It's listen, listen,
2: ending. listen, listen. <laughs> he goes to the meeting. And goes to the rich people and is like, "Hey, you schmucks! You gotta stop this. You're gonna get everybody killed." And they're like, "Shut no, up!" No. The gonna colonel is attack.
4: such a fuck. Are you kidding me? He is the big. No. He is the biggest goddamn hypocrite in this movie. He. What okay, do you mean? Okay, listen. There's a fucking scene that you and I, Jared, laughed about as like a fuck ton last night. There's a scene where there's like a coup cool about to start. And the colonel is cu- walking out of the headquarters and the government uh, is like, man, fuck the colonel. That guy's whack. He thinks whatever he's doing is right. But we know we're right. So the colonel is like, well, OK, it's militant law now. Fuck that shit. And he's like, my men are going to shoot your men. And he's like, shoot that guy. And then one of his soldiers shoots the other guy. And then the other guy shoots that guy. And he's like, stop it. Why are you shooting each other? <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah. like, I just fucking told him to shoot that yeah. guy.
3: you're
0: you're hitting on a really interesting point about this movie because obviously the hero hero in terms of uh, film terms meaning the protagonist who this story is about is kanada kanada is this is his story and we're following kanada but the problem is is that this movie doesn't have the same kind of morals that a superhero movies is uh he's not like thor who's the good guy who we root for his morals kanada's kind of a, a delinquent who does terrible orphan. things, a, a delinquent orphan, who's actually also a drug addict in the lore. Yes. Um, yeah. um, Wait,
3: he
0: and, has a
4: capsule on his back. Dude. Yeah.
0: And uh, the general, the Colonel is, uh, is established as being the antagonist of the film to, to these people who Tetsuo and uh, Kaneda are the people who we sympathize with the most. And yes. then we have the revolutionaries and then it sort of switches where we sympathize more and more with the Colonel and his plight. And less with Tetsuo, obviously, and yeah. some of the other things. So that's that's kind of I, th- I think you guys are tapping into some of what makes this story so interesting is because yeah. of how um, th- the arcs of these characters are crafted, and it's not yeah. so in line about like here's good and here's evil. Yeah, Let's exactly, depict the right. battle. This right, is this exactly, is a much yeah. more complicated. Yeah. Like epic of human
1: emotions. I just love how I mean, like, I love kind of I see this movie I kind of see Tetsuo and Canada being like the main obviously the main characters of the movie. And it's kind of about the how both these kind of kids really, these that grew up with no no supervision in this world in the Utopian, and how they deal with living in this world, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that that like what you're saying is like kind of the the almost like parallel narratives that are going on between Texuo and Canada are super, super, super interesting. Yeah. Um and they and make this movie, you know, um like you said, like very the arcs are not, you know, they're not good evil, you know, they're very, yeah. you know, they're blended, and th- those are the most interesting movies to me, you know, I don't really want to see, I don't really like characters that are like, I mean, you know, but, like, I just, more interesting when you have a character that's not perfect, you know, yeah. th- none of these characters are perfect, they're violent, I Yeah. mean, yeah. and, um, and, but uh, it's all the service of this world, and how I love Another thing that we should definitely talk about is kind of the world building of this movie. Yeah, so how incredible. almost perfect it is. Like, it is so—the beginning of this movie is so incredible because within a few shots and just scenes, you, you totally get this world. You totally understand— the you know with all the riots going on, all the like these the shots of these barren streets in Tokyo that are filled with trash and these motorcycle gangs, it, it, yeah. it's chaos. Yeah, I mean it's absolute chaos, and you know that that is kind of where the similarities like Blade Runner ends for me. Yeah, but, right, right.
0: But anyway, yeah, there's um, yeah, I I totally agree with that that Blade. I was thinking about Blade Runner when I was watching this because I was thinking about how um. The, it's just in the cyberpunk genre you know yes, it's the futuristic yeah. um like technologically advanced but not utopian dystopian yeah. world and when that's did the same run, thing what
1: google uh manga for a out 1982 can, so same year as Blade yep
0: yep it was just in the it's in the zeitgeist at the time to right. just start writing these yeah. cyberpunk stories and it just was it's
1: sort of trend. that's
0: it's very bizarre it's very yeah. bizarre funny Humans, humans all humans think the same at strange times but I, I totally agree I think that um, and I, I think in, in, in addition to that kind of talks about why the visuals of this movie are so important because you Damn. really you really could just turn off Holy all of the dialogue shit, for this movie this is another one that you can you can kind of get the the full experience especially from yeah the the, the the movie just watching how the world is depicted and how yeah. it's, how it's drawn. Um, you you don't really need anything else. And a lot of times Whoa. you might you might argue with this version of it, since the movie since it crams so much story from the manga and it's not necessarily the most sensical, I would say. I'm curious to see what you guys would think about the story in the movie adaptation. Yeah. Um, it's it just it it still somehow creates even if you don't quite understand what's going on, this through line that felt like I just experienced a full world.
3: Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's very exactly, yeah.
1: very interesting to me. Um, and, and also to, like, the animation, that you know? like, I like, I read something where, you know, at the time, you know, this is what Hayao Miyazaki in the 80s was kind of, so this this article I was reading was talking about how, it like, influential and crazy this the animation was in this movie when yes. it came out, because they compared it to Natsuka, like Natsuka and the Valley of the Wind, and how I can't remember the exact numbers, but the frames per second were much, much lower than this movie. Because when I was watching this, I was like, holy shit, this is, the animation of this is fluid as fuck. I mean, it, Mm -hmm. and I read that this, this movie had a big budget. Uh, It was like 11 billion yen or something (laughs) like that, which I don't know how much that is in American dollars because I'm an idiot. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know off the
0: top of my head either. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I wish but I had a conversion calculator. That in my sounds brain. like a lot. <laughs> probably. Uh, a billion anything is probably quite a good number, yeah. <laughs>
1: And so like I, like I that's something that blows me away when I watch the movie because I'm just like especially like some of the stuff in the beginning, one of the, the, the go get like motorcycle cycle chase, that's so so iconic. Oh, I mean Yeah. Oh, insanely sick. iconic. That shit is fluid and but it doesn't even look like Animation. It looks so, it looks computer generated. It doesn't yeah. look hand drawn. And that's something that is so impressive to me. And, and you know, the end with the testicle lobster uh, and the <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, I mean, the detail. Of this animation, where it's so impressive. Like him turning into that locker, you really look at that scene and you see the crazy detail that's going into that. Yeah. Also, whatever one of my favorite shots is when Tuxue, uh makes his little arm yeah you see like each individual part each tendon like going <laughs> it. it's so crazy each
0: thing that flies that by to... is like ten thousand hours ten thousand hours ten thousand hours ten thousand yeah, hours yeah, it's
1: so like it's just so crazy man like it's so impressive that like i love this is why 2d animations always tend, right it's because yeah. sure Sure, like, computer animation's fucking awesome. I'm not saying there's not artistry in that. There is. <laughs> of course there is. But there's something about watching somebody, watching something that is created by a person, by hundreds of people by hand. You know yeah. what I mean? The, there's something... The labor of love. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. total labor of love. And it's so... This is why I I want more 2D animation. Man. I want it to come back in a, in a way that, because it's just, there's... Something about it that is so so awesome, you yeah. know, it's just cool to watch.
4: There's a reason why all the best episodes of um, Love, Death, and Robots are
1: 2D. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: that's all I'm gonna that's
1: say. True. I mean, like, I think that show has some incredible CGI work too. I mean, like, uh, whatever Jared was like the witness witness that shit looks crazy. Um, I mean, I just I guess it's just different because. To be a computer animator, I guess there's a lot more, like, like practice and work that goes into that. And I think there's something about anybody can draw. You know what I mean? Anybody, and what's so cool is, like, there's there's this weird human connection to it. When I watch computer-generated stuff, I'm like, how are they even doing this? Like, I don't even know... What I don't even know what software. I have no idea what the yeah, fuck they doing. I think but when you're watching the that's wrong, you kind of know the process
4: of what's happening, right? I think
0: I think it's I think it's an effective immersion. But uh, Sean, did you figure yeah. out the
4: conversion? Yeah. The uh, so one billion U.S. dollar, one billion yen is nine million point nine point four million dollars today.
0: Yeah. Holy that's pretty. Crap. That's a pretty good budget. That's a that's huge really fucking budget. Wrong. It's pretty <laughs> it's,
3: good <I>
1: budget, <laughs> it's $100 billion dollar basically. Yeah. Oh God,
0: man. Um, wow. I think that this process of why we still resonate so deeply with two D animation is um, a reaction to where with three D animation it's gonna it's gonna figure itself out at some point. It's still really young in the I game I love three
1: D animation. Too. I mean, I love it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. There's some incredible shit going on three D animation.
0: But the emotional is- connection. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
4: This is not a fair comparison, but the Shrek budget was 60 million U.S. <laughs> dollars. Yeah, you
1: know, that's, that's a great point, actually, that you make, because Shrek looks like garbage. When looks look like- Shrek, yeah. to this day, it looks crazy because, bad. 2D okay. animation kind of is timeless. It will never exactly. not be 2D, uh, 2D, 2D
4: animation is always going to be fucking impressive, because at the start, yeah. literally, like a fuck-ton of people drawing the same shit over and over again. Yeah. It's going to look better every year because technology always gets better.
3: Yeah, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, right? Think, about, think about the amount of people that still watch Snow White to this day. Yeah. That movie came out in 1939. You know, that's crazy. That's I, yeah.
4: fucking Not insane. to um go off on a tangent, but to bring it back to uh, the story and things like that. I was yeah. curious to know your guys' opinion. I was talking to Jared about it last night. Like I love this movie and I love the animation. Like obviously that is the absolute best part of this movie. Yeah. But I feel like if you take the story that we have in the movie and then you try to adapt that into a live action movie. Let's say it looks like Elite Battle Angel and it's like fucking gorgeous. It's like <laughs> yeah, the highest sure, budget CGI yeah. movie ever. Right. right. Are you still going to like this movie story wise if you're that's, seeing like actors play it out in real life? Or is it totally- That's a
1: really good question because they're actually making this into a live action movie. It's good. It's it's here's my opinion about that. Here's it's been, been in development hell for a while now, hasn't it? Like, yes. And it's finally being made. And this is why I'm actually kind of interested to see it because who's behind it. The guy who is directing, this thing, going to who... Oh, uh, fuck yeah. ...directed JJ Rabbit. I love Taika Wakiki's films. I think his his films are great. And I love his personality. I've seen interviews with him talking about this movie and his passion behind it. Um, So I'm always interested to see that, but you know, it's so hard to tell because a lot of action remakes are famously fucking dog shit I mean, there's not a lot of especially ones that are based on animated things like, exactly. just last year we had the Lion King which I think is one of the worst pieces of shit I've ever seen in my life recently and so the, the fear is that they will do something not like the Lion King and just do shot for shot remake of Akira like if they're gonna do a live-action remake, I Think they need to they need to change the story. They need to make it its own thing like That's one of the that's the things that I hate about live-action remakes. because they don't they don't feel like their own movie they just feel like well, just the same shit. So, this is
4: very this is veering very far off topic as far as like Akira goes yeah. as far yeah, as like for it. I feel like as far as live-action remakes are concerned, I hope people are realizing that if you're trying to adapt something that is so in-depth with lore and is taken from literature, something like Akira, the best way to do it is not in a movie. Like, a two-hour-long movie is not enough time to, like, get into the depth of something like Akira. You need, yeah. like, a miniseries, especially if you're going to do nice. a live-action. And if you want to get into the story of Akira... You need
1: to do it in episodic content. Or or they're hoping that it will become a franchise. they make like, you know, like three or four. here's,
0: Here's the thing I always think about when I think of adaptation. You have to remember that Stanley Kubrick only did adaptations of books. All of his famous movies are adaptations of books. Alfred Hitchcock only did adaptations of books. It's not impossible... To make a great live-action movie based off of no, literature and content, possible, but the problem yeah. that you guys are both picking up on is that what these guys try to do is try to take exactly what's in those stories and tell yeah. it. Which, Sean, if you wanted to do all of that, you have to make it a series. You have to right. make it more than yeah. two hours. But right. what you what you what you can't do is cram that into two hours because the how can you make an a book that takes fifteen hours to read to read how can you make that understandable in two hours of screen time and the way you do that
4: is you make a two hour long animated movie like akira (laughs) and you basically put the manga on fast forward for somebody to watch visually
0: well, here's the thing also about that, because the the, the the movie is nothing like how the manga story goes. It's All completely right. different. But the, so that's another thing that was the super smart wait, decision wait, wait. So he made. So the guy
1: who directed the movie also wrote the manga, too. He wrote right? and drew it. He
0: wrote and that's drew the so, whole thing. That's so interesting. And he was involved with the drawing and like the storyboarding process. I love
1: that process. his own adaptation of the movie is different than what's in the manga.
0: Yeah, which again, that's His uh, own adaptation.
1: Like, that's
4: a credit to the artist understanding <laughs> that like this form of media is not going yeah. to work if if I don't make changes.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Jared, what was your what was your what was your opinion on that conversation cuz you guys what, John, you were saying that you and Jared were both talking about it, right? Yeah.
2: What was your opinion, Jared? Um I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't have like a super strong opinion about it. I I really liked right. the story. I I yeah. kept thinking when I was watching it, um, that the story felt paced in a way that was similar to Parasite, mm. the the most recent
4: Bong Joon-ho movie. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. fantastic movie. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: And and so I was just super into it. Like I didn't pick up every single detail about what sure. exactly was going on but i i sort of enjoyed the effect of it of just not knowing exactly I what agree, was going on Jer-
1: i mean i agree with you Jared absolutely i point. agree with you and i think what sean and jesse are kind of getting at is that this world is bigger than this movie mm-hmm. almost and like i think like that if they're gonna do a live action adaptation I kind of agree with what Sean's saying. Like, the problem with this, though, is that like, if, if we're putting our pro- producer hat on, it's a lot of money to make. I mean, there's, there's special effects. There's, there's a lot of money that you have to put into something like this that people might not watch. Unfortunately, even th- that's why this movie is going to develop in hell, because it's a risk. You know, this movie came out like, how long ago now? Like, a while ago. And, yeah, you know, 40 and years ago. So, it's... For, 40, yeah, it's, 40 it's hard years to convince 40. the studio to be like, hey, give me $200 million to make a, a remake or adaptation of this animated film that came out 40 years ago you know what i mean so the fact that it's even happening is kind of shocking Um,
0: and it's also it's also hard because it totally depends on you know uh, taika might be a badass he is a badass he makes great things Yeah. but it totally depends also on the environment if everyone is behind um like making a movie that's Fucking good and a good adaptation of story, or making a movie that fucking sells because yeah. you can right. sell Akira Absolutely. so easily. Yeah. Well, that's, so that's easily. something that
1: I was thinking about too. Because I was thinking about a lot of like too, and I was like, this movie could, could be turned into a superhero movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It could be. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, but it can be. It, mm-hmm. it a, like, like. So that's a little bit of a fear that I have a mind where maybe the studio is like, oh, this is like, this could be a new superhero thing. We could make like text you kind of this anti-hero superhero thing, um, which is a little disturbing to me because <laughs> I don't want them to turn this into, you know, a superhero franchise because that's what's popping right now. So yeah. That's why they made it. I don't know.
4: But. I don't know if I'm alone in this thinking or not, but, like, I don't even want a live-action remake. I don't but, think we are alone.
3: No. Like,
4: when it comes to, like, Akira, the appeal is the art style of yeah, the I fucking agree. guy yeah. who right. made it. Yeah. It's a gorgeous well, fucking why, movie, that... and nobody makes, yeah. like, anime that looks like this. Yeah. When I say like yeah. I want episodic content of Akira, I want it to be fucking animated, and I want I know. to see, yeah. see the manga. That would manga. be
0: fucking awesome. Yeah.
4: Exactly. Like I don't, I don't fucking need some whitewashed movie like yeah. a battle yeah. exactly. yeah. expressing, and I hope. Like,
1: they, I mean, I hope. Here, my of, like a lot like, or creators, like remakes in general. I don't really care because if they're bad, I can still watch the, I can still watch Akira. You know. So like, I don't really care so much about that but i mean, i totally totally understand so, i hate it because it's a
4: waste of resources that the fans don't even fucking want they're trying to yeah, sell it to an right. audience that isn't aware of what the source material is why wouldn't yeah, you right. try to create something that appeals to an audience that already appreciates it and then it can reach further than that yeah. the
0: other thing the other thing that like hurts about it which about remakes alex i think you're right and i've built up more of a tolerance to stuff like that because uh, the more more i've watched movies and i've had to just engage especially with just like this remake hell that we've just been going through recently you we just kind of hell you Holy just have crap. To, you just have to sort of like desensitize yourself to it because the problem with all these films being remade it's like i don't like the idea of films needing updates necessarily i'm well, fine with a new director like, being well. inspired to tell their story like saying yeah. hey i'm inspired by akira i want to tell my live action version of akira but it's my version I don't want to like, be sucking yeah, his dick and trying to make it. You know, I yeah.
1: hope that that's what Tyco's going to do. Yeah. Tyco is brilliant. I, mean, I, I, wish, he, I
0: wish he wouldn't just use the name. I wish he would just use the exactly.
1: name. Yeah, right. yeah. Exactly.
4: Like, If you are so inspired by media, use it as inspiration.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they gotta use it there. They gotta sell it. <laughs>
4: yeah, it's a,
0: it's a, it's a great selling point. And that's a problem, especially with Americans, is that it's just so tied. And again, the thing, the, the other thing I was thinking about is just that the hard thing about remake materials is like, even if it's business, it makes sense for business. Like, like mm-hmm. doing the Lion King and stuff. The thing that's about it that people, Americans don't care about, is that stories are not just stories that we watch and enjoy, and we're done with. They are fucking part of our lives. And when they're good, they change and they morph our lives. So when someone remakes Akira and they do it badly, or even with Lion King and they do it badly, it's not just that they made a bad movie. It's that they have hurt me personally, especially (laughs) when it's that good. Like, that's how I feel about it. It's like, I'm very emotional about these things. Not everyone thinks that way, but I think a lot of people do. And I think that's why there's such a huge outcry. Right. I'm, there's always outcries about every movie ever made, but what, especially with what's remakes really
1: annoying about, like, I totally understand. Like, I was, when I saw The Lion King, I felt like, like, they stole money from me. I felt like they were, it was such a fucking <laughs> yeah. bullshit. It was literally like, let's do shot-for-shot shot remakes with, with real lions, which is a stupid nother fucking idea. And they like it is a dumb idea. Like what I was actually initially excited for the remake of the Lion King. We did this podcast like 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 a year ago now where I talked about the trailer and I was like, dude, I'm excited about this because like I'm not opposed to like a remake of the Lion King if it was different. It was the same movie. Everything down to the shots. I mean if you compare the animated in the live action, it is shocking. They did nothing. I mean, literally, it's like watching the live show with no soul. And that (laughs) is... Why the fuck would someone watch that? But guess what? It made I think 1.3 billion dollars. Yeah. So the problem is everybody's speaking with their wallet. You know, so now Disney especially is like Look, people see these movies. We don't care, you know. Like they don't put effort into it. Like so, yeah. the fear is that they're doing that with the care. But like I said, Takuya Wakuku is a real filmmaker, and I like his movies a lot. So I'm curious about it. I'm not like let's go, yeah. but you know, I'm curious. Um, until but I also see wanted to trailers. make a point too about remakes is that. You know, it's the fear is that you're gonna Americanize it. Because Akira yeah. something that we haven't even talked about is this film is is a response to the to World War Two kind of the bombings of Hiroshima and and you know, stuff like that. And so th- this is what this movie kind of is, you know. Like the opening shot, Akira is this, you know, weapon this this bomb that causes mass destruction, which is clearly kind of a metaphor for the for the horrible bombings that happened in Hiroshima, you know, in, in, in World War II. So, like, it, it, the fear is that they're going to, like, Americanize it, not make yeah. the, the, you know... Like, because this movie is very connected to, you know, Japanese culture. And so yeah. it's like, that is a huge fear of mine, too. Thank,
0: thankfully, we see that Taika has some um, tact when dealing with historical stuff with mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit because he dealt with Nazis... Really fucking well. So hopefully he can deal with this really well. If not,
2: (laughs) his career is over. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about Akira, the person. uh Yeah, dude. Talk. talk, Lay it on me.
1: I'm starting to talk a little Lay it down.
2: Well, I just want to... Okay. So my understanding (laughs) of what Akira, the person, is, is that they... They were one of the Esper children, Ugh. like like the, the three old babies. That's and um Yeah. <laughs> but he got too too strong, yeah. and then they turned him into organs and they froze him up in little separate tanks so that he couldn't. Did you get did you get the be did you a get, person? Did you get that the explosion at the beginning
0: was Akira? Yeah, you made that connection.
2: I, I don't even remember the beginning oh, of the god. movie. Like,
1: the it happened, the movie I need to watch it again already. Fucking, fucking awesome. Like, yeah. it literally I think... opens with this giant explosion. The, the music, by the way, in this movie is oh my god! is so, so cool. fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. It's man. wild. The music
2: is weird. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: weird. It's, it's very. It might but be again, my favorite it kind score. of reminded me of Blade Runner in a weird way. Um, yeah. like that, like you know, it, it's spin on that kind of you know dystopian kind of music but with this really cool like world like different blendings of like genre Gamalang. world music and that's stuff that's in gamelan really cool. music yeah,
3: yeah 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 that's the yeah, word yeah it's
1: really really cool but yeah like so yeah so what jesse's saying is like yeah the opening explosion was akira you know causing yeah. all this destruction which you know turned out to be neo-tokyo this you yeah know, um, I,
0: I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious. I want to see you guys discuss the ending a little bit because I have some insider <laughs> knowledge where I, I know what was intended by it. But I think this movie is kind of more interesting. Yeah. Uh, when you, I think that you can experience this movie in a bunch of ways. I think the best way if you want to do it for the story is you read the manga and then you read the version of how it's emotionally told through the movie but I think this movie also stands alone on its own as this more kind of like experimental subjectively interpretive film so I'm curious to see if you guys Sean have you read the manga? I have not so i want to see i want to see what do you like like akira is the core of what this film means so right. you guys like the opinions on what akira is because jared you're not crazy for not knowing what the fuck akira is and not quite getting that you know, i think film? jared
4: has the best interpretation of like what happens to tetsuo and like uh-huh. what akira is out of like anything i've ever heard i want to i like, want to he- <laughs> hear it i want to hear it i want to hear
0: your opinion so badly
2: jared I mean well I I don't even, I don't know. But what what I said immediately after watching it was like okay. So he was freaking out. He couldn't control his shit.
3: Tetsuo. Ship. Tetsuo then, thank you.
2: And then Acu- yeah, Tetsuo. And then and then Akira the boy mm-hmm. the the the, the, the the consciousness of this boy mm-hmm. got got to him cuz they were in the organs or whatever. Mm-hmm. and then the the white ball was like just his was akira's like consciousness that was like because he's so powerful yeah. he's just like an idea he's just like a, whatever and he gets like and, and he gets like eaten by by the white sphere and then it gets really really tiny and so and okay and so what happened Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. was
2: that he 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 like becomes like part of akira and akira is just like this the universe but yeah they make like they make a new universe you're good at watching movies jared you're very good at watching movies
1: thanks thanks.
2: yeah i I think that part (laughs) but that's the part that confuses me i i'm i'm with you He's becoming a Cura. They're becoming yeah. one. Got it. And then a universe. Okay, you'll You know what conclusion
1: but... is the last shot of this movie, or the last line, where it's like this voice that you know. I am ten to Right, wow. and I'm like, okay, who's that talking? What, like, what was that? Like, like most times I watch movie, I'm still like, I don't quite know that was, but I don't really care. I mean, I think it's kind of like right, what Jesse says. I Up until of you well know, yeah. that's kind of what it is, but, um, oh yeah. gosh. Yeah. Sean, Sean, what was your progression
0: of, like, since you watched it four times, did you have, like, a, a changing opinion of what the ending was, or did you, like, this is what it is, and it was, like, how it was every time?
4: If I'm being honest, like, this movie has gone over my head, like, almost every time. Like, <laughs> I, I'm like, oh, wow, I fucking love how this movie is drawn and it is so inspirational just like the fucking lighting is fucking insane like yeah, no yeah, fucking yeah. no fucking wonder everybody talks about this movie but as far as like story is concerned I'm like <laughs> but <laughs> it's as' <laughs> story-
1: like that for me too like the silent for the longest time was that for me I was like I love this movie but what the
3: fuck Yeah, like, yeah.
1: but now I kind of like seen it so many times and I kind of have my own interpretation but i think it's the, also
4: intriguing to have a movie that you don't really understand be so impactful to yourself
1: yeah, yeah. absolutely we was we just talking about that all the fucking time like the lighthouse one of my favorite our favorite movie of last year that is a wonderful example of of what you're talking about, you well, know? it's like um, I don't understand, end... but it changed me. <laughs> yeah, it's, like this end, it's the ambiguity of the film that is so that stays in your brain like a curling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Last
4: um, night, when, when we finished the movie, Jared and I, at the end, Jared was like, "Okay, so Akira made Tetsuo so small that he became one with the universe,"
3: <laughs> and I was like, yeah.
4: and I was like, "Holy!" fuck <laughs> like and no fucking wonder it would cause such a fucking explosion for somebody because when we die we become part of the universe but nothing happens and it's because we aren't immortal all-powerful beings right but if you're tetsuo like tetsuo. and you are constantly just exploding with power and you will become one with the universe it is a fucking moment for the world yeah, and when yeah. At the end of the movie, when Tetsuo says, I am Tetsuo, that is him accepting, like, all right, I don't have to fucking be a giant testicle baby anymore. (laughs) I'm done with power. I'm one with the universe. And I'm dispersing it throughout that.
1: That's beautiful. Yeah. That's a great interpretation of I,
0: I I am uh, very impressed by uh, uh, that Jared you you came up to those terms with those things like the very first time you watched it because that was basically that's basically what everyone says the movie's about. like that's basically it you know and we can get into okay. more about what everything happens. But for me when watching it, I, it took me reading the manga and all kinds of other stuff to be able to even get to that point. Like I just couldn't, like I, it just right. didn't even process what happened at the end. I just watched it and enjoyed the visuals of it, but it wasn't anything besides that. Yeah. So do you guys want me to get into like the, the manga process of it? Like what the, like all the complicated stories or do you want to talk about it a bit more?
2: Yes. But I have one more yeah. thing I wanted to say. So this, after, after watching this, movie um yeah it was giving me flashbacks or like similar feelings as watching parasite which i said and definitely watching the lighthouse like alex said and I and i kind of thought about it there's a lot of similar themes of like just losing your mind and like not being in control I think
1: both movies movies are also movies about you're almost a product of your environment. That's actually really interesting. Like, because this movie, like, Canada and Texas are both products of their environment, right? But in two different kind of ways. And that's really
2: interesting. I Mm -hmm.
1: never even thought of it.
2: Yeah. It definitely made me realize that I have, like, this, this fear of losing control of my mind everybody or like goes. that's just like something that's really yeah. scary to me
4: and it works yeah. so well with Tetsu as a character because he's never had control in his entire life he looks yeah. up exactly. to everybody exactly. in his life right. as I, just like, got right. I just got exactly chills i
1: just got chills when he's talking about when he goes that great or when he gets out of the, he the hospital and he's with them. The, who's leading from. Kayori, you know, Kayori, Kayori, yeah. Kate. And he's uh, talking about how... Oh
4: my god, she just gets smushed and he's like, oh, yeah. Dude, <laughs> yeah. that No, honestly though, that's like the most gut-wrenching scene in the entire yeah. movie. He's like...
2: Yeah, oh, it's, it's awful. It's
4: like, that's the only time he's cared about somebody dying in this movie. And yeah. he's the one who fucking caused it. Right, like, yep. At yep. any Jesus point... Christ. At any point in this movie, Tetsuo could easily kill kaneda but Teswo is just showing off the fact that he doesn't fucking need this guy yeah. anymore yeah
1: um i wanted to ask you guys all a question um we we do i think we exactly do this like every episode um what is your favorite scene in this movie like yeah. what, what's a scene that you could just watch on a loop <laughs> i have i know what lot but fuck
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, say,
1: I'll say lying first. Um, lying is without a doubt uh, when Tetsuo is in the hospital and he has the kind of those dreams of the stuck animals, like the giant stuck animals coming out. And vaccine is so awesome because what it's the basically fuck? it's like this psychological horror yeah. thing that just is in this movie and it's so it's frightening. It's, yeah. it's so surreal and <laughs> yeah. disturbing and it kind of and like we don't even talk about that. Like this movie's R rated. This is like there's no um, censoring going on at all. Uh, this is this is a violent movie. It's a disturbing movie. Uh, and I think within that scene is when he uses his power for the first time and blows up those three guys in the hallway. Yeah. And the, just that's after
2: Literally just... <laughs> yeah, the yeah. bloods
1: everywhere. Oh, God, that long shot of it. It's,
4: it's frightening.
1: It, Tensile well like,
4: escaping the hospital is oh, fucking wild.
1: Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's wild. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. But, so that's like definitely my favorite sequence in, in the movie, for sure. Yeah, yeah
0: um um i will go next and i think that for me it was I-, I could watch that it's all the scenes of tetsuo fucking shit up with his powers um because I-, I love the bike scenes i love like every single scene of this movie is somewhat iconic to me except for maybe some of like the the council meeting stuff although, <laughs> yeah. I-, I-, although I do like those scenes Dude, um, i want,
1: I don't ride circles. but i want i want kind of bicycle man i know i yeah. want it man does so every it.
0: every preteen in the world <laughs> so just cool. dreams of that bicycle so dead, man. yeah uh but for i, I think like
1: that th- it has a canon sticker on it that, <laughs>
0: yeah yeah you actually pointed that out to me that there's but like really, a, a
1: camera it's really funny
0: um i think the whole ending to me when kanada just sort of flexing the whole time just where you see all the the crazy stuff happening and leading up to him like uh getting his arm just that yeah, just the whole sequence where like shit just starts getting destroyed, and like the Neo Tokyo that we that was already at shambles just went over the precipice, and everything mm-hmm. went
1: crazy. Just like yeah. I
0: could, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. That's all I need. I mean,
1: also when he, when, he <laughs> turns, when is turning into the castle, walker. that that image. I mean, that scale that you get. I mean, like that's one thing like in this movie like that. Like, perspective is so... That's such an important thing to film, right? And this movie, like... You mean that bird eyes, like, perspective yeah, over I mean, top and you see him, like, billowing? You know? <laughs> he's big! He's big! they does such a great job of doing that.
4: I love that at the end, like, you can tell that this is, like, a power that Tetsuo accepted because he's been powerless his entire life. But at the end of the movie, he's like, well, fuck, like... This right. is going a bit further than I anticipated.
1: I mean, it's actually pretty disturbing when Canada is trying to save him and he gets engulfed, you know, into. And Tetsuo is screaming for his life. Like, he is terrified, he's scared. Yeah. That, Dude. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. You know? He
4: didn't want to kill his girlfriend.
1: No, 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 no. He meant
4: to kill everybody else in the movie. He did not want to kill her. And yeah. that was honestly the saddest part of the fucking movie. Yeah. yeah yeah absolutely and it just goes to show more and more how like this guy like is just in a situation that he didn't ask for
3: right yeah like exactly. he wasn't
4: yeah. like he had no intention of doing any of this mm-hmm. he's just going with what happens when like you give somebody like tetsuo this much power
1: exactly
2: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly exactly how you well, the fake answer is when right after the the colonel is like, Tetsuo, take these drugs and you'll chill out, and he's like, no, <laughs> and uh, yeah. and either either like Tetsuo starts coming after him, or maybe that's when I, the uh, Akira ball of light starts growing. But the colonel, like, it's like a close up on his face, and he looks at it, and he's like. All right, here's how I go. And he yeah. pulls out his pistol and he's like,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, it took, it completely took me out of it, but I laughed so hard. It was so we awesome. Were a lot. Fucking, it's like, I'm gonna shoot it. <laughs> also, I, the craziest I loved thing, it, too, I loved it.
1: is that like we were talking about that when Canada gets engulfed into the, you know. I mean, that is a fucking bizarro scene. You yep. know what I mean? When, Nightmare. Yeah, night, he's, like, you're like, what is going on? Like, it's so surreal. And he's seeing all these memories. And he's seeing, like, all those touches upgrading upbringing. Like, it, it's a crazy scene. Crazy scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But my real favorite scene um, is probably after tetsuo runs away from the hospital the first time and he like ends up on canada's oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah with with his girlfriend and then the three biker oh, dudes yeah. from the other game yeah. come up and fuck yeah. him up and he's like and he starts hallucinating oh and like his yes. guts oh, fall out awful. yeah, yeah that was so when sick. the guts so i was
3: the gut, blown
4: away by, guts by that scene yeah, dude, yeah, and then like yeah. the next scene is him picking them up but yeah, there's dude. no actual guts there it's yeah. like so oh truly. my god it's, it's so,
1: so guts. like so even to this genius. day like there's so many like we just talked about you know wizards which is like you know an adult animated film this film is dark i mean it's i mean like that shit, is dark man like and you know it's crazy to still to this day it's still crazy to see in in animation but it's so it's it's awesome you know it's it's just so different it's just so different than america you know it's just like there's animated films with with an r rating i don't even i don't know the in america like
4: i feel like you know unfortunately in america cartoon like animated movies are seen as for children and that's sure. why they do right. well because families take them to right. see like the kid's movie.
1: Yeah. And but... I think there's an art to like you know, obviously there's an art like Pixar. Well they're they're kinda of making movies for everybody. You know I think
4: if you, know you want like adult animation in the United States you have to go to Adult Swim.
1: Yeah, yeah that's right, basically right,
4: it. Right, and that's right, it. Right. you're
0: you're not seeing feature
1: length movies. Well that's more like comedy. You know there's not a lot of like real? serious animated film, what, this film but, is not comedy at all
4: yeah you're right you're right
2: you know, it's just it's, there's a lot of adult animation serious in tone not yeah. in intention exactly, yeah right. yeah
4: like yeah. they're serious because they can they can get away with it but like they're not started to be serious
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. rick yeah. and
4: morty at the base of it is a comedy yeah.
1: with right.
4: serious yeah. tones yeah,
1: absolutely yeah adult yeah. Yeah. right yeah, right. And adult yeah. Themes. Right. yeah. Look at gospel, too.
4: Yeah, that's what Yeah, I absolutely. One. Well, that's the thing. Netflix has the power to do this, but they I know, that's,
1: like, Yeah. We talk yeah. we just talk about that all the time, man. Like Netflix is it's it's so like, you know, there's pros and cons to streaming services. And that's a pro, man. They don't they could put it like look at gospel. And, like if that was a show that like they took that to like Fox and like nineteen nine they'd be like, Get the fuck out of here, you know? I mean, that wouldn't see the light of day at all. You know?
3: Here's the thing,
4: though, and this is a tangent off Akira, but it's like, you have like the beautifulness of Midnight Gospel, which is like an expensive anthology series that also yeah. has like a continuous adult narrative, but then you also have their shitty-ass original movie, Tall Girl, yeah, that exactly, makes right. infinitely <laughs> yeah. more money, gets infinitely yeah. more talked about, right. and it's like, well... What are they supposed to do? Like, the shitty yeah. shit yeah. that they put out makes more money.
1: I think, yeah, yeah it's weird, dude. I think, like, they... I mean, what I love about Netflix is they kind of are making everything for every demographic, right? then I mean, what I was talking about with one of my friends is, like, Netflix has kind of become the new Disney channel, in a way. Remember, like, Disney channel original movies? Those don't exist anymore. Like, they those are all on Netflix. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. 30, any, d, isn't any Disney d movie could be a Netflix original. It just yeah. came
1: out on Disney. A thousand percent. So yeah, true. Yeah, and I think that, like, the kissing booth, I mean, dude, like, Fucking
4: yeah. 13th year?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> They're all, you know, they could easily be. I just thought that was so, the times are changing, man. Yeah. well um, yeah.
0: Sean, did you say your favorite, get to say your favorite part? No.
4: Say <laughs> your favorite okay. part. It. It's cliche, but I think my favorite part is probably just the Shakespearean opening scene, because as okay. you guys were talking about world building, the only thing I can the only thing I can think about is the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing yeah. establishes the world of Akira than entering this seedy ass bar. Yeah. Okay. Every yeah. Yeah. fucking Kaneda's picking the music before he's picking yeah. the music to fucking leave. Like, are you kidding yeah, me? This I guy's know, a
1: fucking yeah. so, like, like. Also, that. when he does that, you're like, okay, well, this is the coolest guy to ever live. Exactly. <laughs> right? Like,
4: like, on my uh, in my notes, I wrote, like, Akira does a fucking fantastic job of making a racist, sexist, homoph- homophobic Neo-Tokyo seem like the coolest time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Holy that's shit,
3: kind yeah. of like Blade Runner,
1: too, right? It's like yeah. that world is so, like gross and disgusting but it's like yeah, a, that's a cool place man. but like holy
4: shit that guy's got a dank ass bike and he doesn't get <laughs> right, right, fucked yeah.
0: you know yeah. and, the, and the funny thing <laughs> that we, can can reflect, we can reflect on real life too is that um that's literally our world right now so you can actually the, 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 i think the perspective that you can get out of great movies like this and like blade runner 2 is that's like oh i wish i could live in the futuristic world it's just like No, I just wish I was cool like Decker.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I wish I was cool like Kanada.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly.
4: Akira Um, is such a funny movie because of the way that like the way Cyberpunk attacks like the way the future is supposed to be like like Akira takes uh place like a couple years after twenty nineteen, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Like seeing people still use like dial-up and not having cell phones yeah. but also having right. like flying cars and like yeah. fucking motorcycles that go yeah. 170 that, like, that, miles that like fold and... in like, yeah exactly yeah. 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 it's so fucking funny i
1: mean i love it i mean i love like i love like blade runner has shit like that too where it's like talking. Yeah. Cock- there's like video calls but they're like on the on the on the, on the walls yeah
4: it's funny to see how like people just thought that the future wouldn't become more convenient and more so yeah. like more outlandish yeah, like yeah, the yeah. future to people in the 80s was like oh man fucking flying cars yeah. there's only yeah. gonna be cities there's yeah. only yeah. gonna, be right. <laughs>
1: only gonna cool out, Akira is it takes the perspective of after this huge disastrous event technology probably gonna you know progress forward but some things did so it's like this this interesting blend of like you know they're still using up books they also yeah. have fucking motorcycles yeah. that can do, you know fold in on the code. yeah they're
4: it's awesome. just so, so funny cool. to see a future where cell phones don't exist <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah yeah it's kind of yeah.
0: it's it's yeah like every time you see something it's peaceful <laughs> peaceful yeah it's peaceful it's peaceful no quiet. Media. yeah no social media how book. are they going
1: to communicate no instagram <laughs>
4: They communicate through biker gang social media. Wow. I am running out of time with you,
0: gentlemen. Yeah, I
1: was was just going to say, we've been talking forever.
0: Yeah, do you guys want to wrap up or do you want to quickly go over some of the extra details about it? From like the extra cricket because we can just leave it at that. I don't have to bring in the manga. I think at all. we should
1: just leave it at that. We covered a lot of things. In this video. Well, well,
0: let's have a vote. Let's have a vote. Let's, let's, uh, the best two out of three. Alex this, votes no. This podcast uh, needs a part two. Part two, yeah. Uh, we can um, also do that too. give me, give me the most mind blowing fact okay well i'll just i'll just yes i will keep this i'll keep this less than 10 minutes i'll keep this like a like a five minutes compact little thing because the biggest the biggest thing about this th- literally what the ending of the movie is about is that <gasps> hi eva, hi eva! Hi eva! <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, we're just like about to like like end it and stuff and you can hear me rant about oh can I, you can't hear them at all can you
3: No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i can hear
2: them.
0: Uh, I don't actually know. I can hear me. I don't me. know how to make you I can hear me. Uh, uh, loud. Let me just get through this real quick, and then I'll figure that stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, the the ending of Akira, what literally happens is that, according to the resources and stuff, is essentially what you guys explained, which is that uh, Akira comes out of from his existence where he has basically ascended to a different universe right. and has come and taken Tetsuo and the Tetsuo at the ending, what the observations are, is that Tetsuo has become a universe. So that's what him saying, "I am Tetsuo." That's like his alternative so dimension. Like, I am, you know, a god.
3: Or, I am I a god. Am... Yeah. So they. Okay. So they. So okay.
0: they, it's literally that they like, like exactly what you were saying. But the thing that's crazy about this is that um, we don't really have much answers to what happens in the in the in the in, the, in this movie based on the manga actually because this manga this anime this movie is a completely separate entity because what happens after this in the manga is that we then go into an even deeper apocalyptic world where akira mm-hmm. and tetsuo become tyrants kaori doesn't die and becomes like a part like kind of like tetsuo's uh companion in leading like these new rebels around And uh, so everything's fucking different. Like all the people who die at the end actually exist and become a part of the world and don't resolve like that at all. So really, the the manga can explain things like um, where do the powers come from? You know, what is the government doing? Why is what? Why does Tetsuo get powers? Those questions can be more explained through the manga and stuff. But the ending to this movie and what this movie kind of means, it's like it's kind of its own separate entity. So. That's the kind of that's what I really love about this is that even yeah. though it, it it's so connected to the manga and it's the same story, but it's like it's its unique piece. It doesn't have right. you can't it doesn't have it can't touch it.
2: Dang.
0: I Let's find do. that so interesting. Way to break my heart. <laughs> but if, you, if I do suggest you read the manga cause it will make the story make so much more sense. <laughs>
4: I like that it appears that in the manga it tucks it touches so much more on like the religious power of I mean, like, the religious aspect of power. Yes. Like, in the manga, Akira and become, like, deities and, like, gods right.
1: and shit like right. that. You need to talk about how, like, Akira is seen as, like, this, God. you know, yeah, like, this, this uh, Jesus this, Christ this figure. figure. This is so yes. fascinating, uh, when... considering that, you know, he's the one that caused, you know, right. this whole Tokyo thing, which is so fascinating, you know?
4: Yeah. In the movie, it feels much more like a critique rather on like, like questioning who is in charge of what. Like, yeah. Like in the movie, it's really interesting because the military overthrows the government because the military feels like the government isn't making right decisions when it comes to like the ultimate power, which is Akira right. and Tetsuo. Yeah. Right. But what's really interesting is like. As a viewer, I don't think the military is making any good decisions either. Like, the fucking colonel is a hypocrite. He's, like, yelling at the scientists, like, how could you let this happen? You're a fucking monster. Like, you fucking knew that he was going to be this all-powerful god. When in reality, the colonel fucking knew that. He just is using the fucking scientists as a scapegoat.
0: Yeah, and the cool and the cool thing about like what you're talking about, which I saw this comment that I thought just struck so true about why I love movies like this, movies like The Lighthouse, is that or Parasite, all of these movies, you watch these movies an indefinite amount of times, and every time you catch a little detail that just totally changes a character arc and just flips it on right. its head. It's just like my experience of who this person is is totally different than the first time I watched it, and I I totally believe that this movie has like all. I'll, I'll, has so much that you can get out of it and you can just watch it over and over again that being said not everyone likes it I watched this with Eva and Eva couldn't, didn't want to watch it she didn't like it right. so it's not for everybody too so I sure. think it's perfect But <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's very violent. You know I, mean? yes. right. so.
1: I think awesome we all need to acknowledge things. our bias you know? yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, well uh, let's do a tradition here where uh, thick, I assume you like this yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also like this did you guys like this like the movie? What? Did where you did you dig it? Yeah. The movie? Did you dig it? Oh yeah, dude, I fucking got it. You must have hated
4: it. I absolutely adore this movie. Fuck!
0: <laughs> well, I guess that makes that means that this movie is are you guys ready? You guys know what I'm about to do?
3: It's no it's what? Thick, it's thick and buttery. Thick.
0: It's thick and butter approved. Thick, gotta, <laughs> butter it's thick and buttery. Um, let's say that let's say that this time. Buttery, let's, let's say thick and buttery approved. Can we Ayo. all say that together? Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready? Thick and, and buttery, a <laughs> <So true. laughs> Good job, guys. Um, uh, if you guys want to uh shout out the podcast, tell your mom and dad, and sisters and and brothers. And, hey, yo,
4: Kelly.
0: Hey, yo, Kelly. Uh, all, all your acquaintances, anybody that you care about, um, tell them about us. On Instagram,
1: Twitter, YouTube. All that shit, dude. All that jazz. Uh, I, we will announce, I don't know what we're going to do next week, but uh, I will, we'll announce that on the Instagram. I don't know how, yeah, we'll what figure, I'm going to do yet. Uh, because I forgot it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, thank you guys
3: so much for listening.
1: We love you. Akira, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. bye yeah, bye
3: movie. <laughs>